Hello, and welcome to the second episode of our podcast. I'm joined today again with Parser. Hey, sorry, I was drinking my squash there. That's all right, I need to stay hydrated. Well. Yeah, I hope you're drinking your eight glasses a day. Eight glasses, is that what it is? Yeah, six to eight. Do you not know? Nah, I thought it was just, I thought it was just drink when you're thirsty. And then just you like... should see my glass as well. You see it when we stop recording. It's huge. It's this manly glass I've got. Jeez, yeah, it keeps you hydrated. Well, anyways, hopefully uh, you enjoyed the first episode. If you haven't watched it, link will be in the description. Go watch that. Yeah, watch it. It's pretty interesting. I think in the first stuff. episode, we had a very good balance of funny and serious. Mm. So that's what we're going for. That's what we're going to try and continue to do in this episode too. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Today, I think we're going to talk about, well, me and Zena were reminiscing. We were talking about funny stories earlier. Mm. Just the past. And we thought we might as well, yeah, about the past. Might as well share a few of them with you. Yeah. Quite funny. To tell, tell you guys about our life. Yeah, we well, can't tell you most of them. Yeah, there's a lot of stories we decided not to tell because we can't put yeah. that on YouTube. <laughs> Maybe or, in the future. And Zeno's parents watch this too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. But there are a few we can tell you. Yeah, well, there's there's one we can start off with. Mm. Uh, we got a friend. Yeah, he gets himself into a lot of funny situations. And uh, this happened like. When would you say it happened? Uh, like. Yeah, four nine, years ago. Year 10? Yeah, like yeah, no, yeah, ten. No, no. So. Five years ago. About yeah. five years ago, we were um, we were planning to go to Fort Park, and uh, his parents wouldn't let him come, and he just didn't know what to do. He was, he was just confused. He was like, "How am I going really to make it to Fort Park?" He just really wanted to go. Didn't and, yeah, just a young kid having fun. Yeah. And his parents were like, yeah. "No, you got to stay in your house." So uh, what does what does he decide to do? He comes up with a smart idea of just opening the uh, living room window and just sprinting out, just sprinting down nah, the road. Nah, nah, it wasn't even that. What did he do? He jumped out his window from upstairs. Oh, upstairs yeah. <laughs> he jumped, he fully jumped out. He jumped out and just ran and his parents were just he shouting. He just sprinted down the road, yeah. yeah. They were like, "What? Are you, where are you going? Where are you going? And then... And then I'm pretty sure he got a text from his dad. His dad was yeah, like, yeah. if you don't come back now, I'll do this. I can't remember what he said. I remember we were getting the train to Fort Park and his dad was just having a massive go Oh, yeah. And then what happened to him? Do you remember what his punishment was? Yeah, I remember. It was all... The day was all good. His parents didn't really message him. I think his parents were pretty pissed off. But I remember he got home. And then uh, I'm just I'm just chilling at home, going through my Snapchat stories. And I open his Snapchat story and it goes, no reply for six months. And I was like, well, <laughs> six months? What? And he's apparently, yeah, his, his dad I took his phone that. for six months. Yeah. Yeah, because do you remember like people used to put up like, and oh, no reply yeah, for 24 no, hours yeah or like maximum 48 hours people and like people didn't do it for yeah. days this guy goes six months <laughs> six months the cruise is so hard yeah and i'm then, pretty uh, sure his dad put his um put his phone in a in a you know just the, the, the yeah, yeah. Box. it was like a locked like yeah. cabinet thing with like a six month time on it so the only way to get it out is to smash the box <laughs> oh what, yeah, a guy, anyway, what a guy you can't name him can't name him, but he knows. If he's watching this, he knows. And uh, yeah, we, yeah, should I talk about the other thing he did recently? What did he, what else, what else did, recently? Well, kind of recently. Well, I'll, I'll just tell it again. We went camping, uh, just a few, <laughs> few of us. Yeah. And uh, we're pr- pretty intoxicated, smoking, you know, you know how it is. And then uh, he was preparing some chicken and we let him prepare the chicken because he, he was the one that I like, knew what he was doing with the camping. His daddy used to own a camping shop. 
And so he's like preparing his chicken, he's seasoning it. And he's like, boys, this is going to be the best chicken you've ever tried. And he gets up, he gets up to go put the chicken in like the pan and he just drops all this breast chicken on the floor in the grass. <laughs> and and, oh, and we, were, we, were, we didn't know what to do. I've got a picture of it, a picture of it on the screen right now of the chicken with the grass in it. And uh, so we were all like high as fuck. And we were like, what, what can we do to clean this chicken? So we decided to get like plastic bags and we put holes in the bottom of the plastic bags and then we put all the chicken in the plastic bag and we just kept rinsing water through. And eventually we like... What, is that what you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we eventually we just you put it in a plastic bag. Yeah, we put all the chicken in a plastic bag. We put holes in the bottom of the bag, and then uh, we poured like water in from like a, like a big like gallon jug into the bag. And then three of us had our hands in there, just like taking out like pieces of grass out of chicken because <laughs> that was our dinner, mate. Well, like, we did eat it the yeah, we ended up we ended up eating it. And honestly, That's like great. there was actually we were eating pieces of grass. <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do in it. We were camping. We had no other way of getting food. Oh, what a guy, mate! What a guy! What a guy! He knows who he is. Yeah, he knows who he anyway. is. Anyway, what else do we talk about? I can't. We had some few funny stories. Yeah, you 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 were yeah. talking about some uni stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> should I say it? I don't know if I should say it. Ah, I say it. You just don't just don't say names, really. Yeah, well, I don't know their names, so that's good. Mm. Basically, I walked in. This is this is in my second year. I walked into. My kitchen, just from, I think I went to the gym, or I went for a run. I just came back casually, it was like 7, 8 p.m. Mm. And I just walked into my kitchen to get a glass of water, and I just see see this random guy, I don't know who he is, I have no idea who he is. He looked pretty old as well, like older than us, definitely. Mm. Just getting head in the kitchen. <laughs> in your the kitchen? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know who the girl was. What the fuck? I don't know. How? How did, know, how did he even get into your flat? Guy. But as I found out later, he was a friend of one of my flatmates. Oh, he's just getting but I don't. I, I was shocked, surprised. Obviously, they stopped when I walked in. Should have, should have asked to join in, mate. In my kitchen anyway. Should have said, it's a bit can disrespectful, don't you think? No, I agree, I agree. Like, if it's like, you get some privileges. If you're getting head in my kitchen, yeah. at least give me a cup. Yeah. Or like, it's a bit of tax. <laughs> like, share it. <laughs> Otherwise, do it at your own place. No, nah, it's just disrespectful. Yeah, at, uh, at, when I was at uni for a little bit, uh, my one of my uni mates brought around like a bunch of his mates, and uh, they were all just downstairs, and they just started building up zoots and just smoking them like in our flat, and like I don't mind, isn't it? Like, I don't really care because we did that. But it's like, at least ask us first. At least be respectful enough to ask us. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, they just started smoking without your permission. Yeah, they just started being up zoots. Even fags as well, just smoking them. And like, they just, nah, you, you need yeah. to just ask. Like, we would have all said yes, but they just they just assumed they could just do it. But I didn't. Yeah, no, that's weird. I was going to say There's something. Another, um, yeah, it's go for it. Uh, there was, yeah, there was a lot of stuff happened at, at uni. And uh, there was one night, I don't know how great of a story this is, but uh, there was one night where uh, we were all out of the club just uh, having fun, you know, might have been intoxicated, might not have been. And uh, yeah, there was uh, this one guy I was friends with, let's just call him, uh, what's a good name to call Mark. him? Mark, call him Mark. Mark. Yeah, it's Mark, tall guy, pretty good looking guy. He was at the uh, at the club and uh, he was interested in this one girl and then there was this other girl interested in him. So there was this like kind of like little love triangle thing kind of going on. So we thought nothing of it. I went and had my fun. I actually got kicked out of that club like three times in the same night, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then we all, we, we all went back to our flat. 
thought it was all calm. The guy, the uh, Mark, he uh, brought a girl back and uh, the girl he was interested in, he brought her back. They were in, in their room doing whatever they were doing. And then uh, we're just chilling downstairs and we hear, a knock, we hear like the doorbell going off flat. And this girl comes in and she's like, where's Mark? Where the hell is Mark? I want to talk to Mark right now. And we were like, what, we were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, we were like, we, we had no idea. She's like, which one's Mark's room? I need to go upstairs to his room. So we like take her to his room. I don't know why. And uh, obviously there, this Mark guy's inside of another girl and he's just freaking out. And she's like smashing his door. She's like, let me in, let me in. And we, me and my mate were just baffled, but we were so confused. And then uh, luckily this a sober oh, guy. Oh. I don't know, mate, she's just some psycho girl. She was fit though, she was proper fit, but she was psycho. And then, uh, oh, one of them ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, yeah, luckily my sober mate got up from his sleep because he didn't come to the club with us that night. He woke up and he was like, what the fuck is going on here? He just kicked her out. Like, what did Mark do? Mark was just, uh, he just stayed and he just hid in his room, mate, with the, with the girl that was in his bed. He just, he just hid. He was like, I don't know what to do. And then like, uh, yeah. Wait, imagine how the girl must have felt. Isn't it? Some random girl just knocking his door down. Isn't it? Like a spare psycho, bruv. Like, I, I, I didn't think girls like that existed, but apparently they do. Yeah, yeah and then, they're about. Poor Mark, mate. And then uh, he uh, he didn't even end up getting any action. He just ended up getting off with that girl because she was like, I don't want to shag you on the first night. Which is fair enough. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah, yeah, like, she's gone through some weird shit. And then, so she left. And Mark came up to me and he was like, bro, like, what happened? He was like, I need a fag right now. He was like, yeah, like, we went outside for a fag. And he was like, I don't know what's going on. And the next day, uh, he messaged the uh, the psycho chick. He messaged her and she was like, uh, she, I don't know what happened to me last night. I don't know what got over me. I'm never usually like that. Uh, was she drunk? Clearly. <sighs> nah, she didn't seem that drunk. She just <laughs> oh, seemed... Okay. It was just an excuse then. Yeah, I reckon it was just an excuse. Yeah. I don't know. No, yeah. Well, the moral of that story was, stay away from psycho girls. Yeah, stay away from psycho girls. It's too many of them. Mm. I know a couple. There are, I think we should do, in the future, we should do a podcast on uh, red flags. Like we should give our yeah, top 10 red flags. Yeah, that's a good flag. idea, actually. That's a good idea. It says, yeah, 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 yeah. So, when you see one, stay away from them. Yeah. So, you know how to spot them. Especially we nowadays. Like, meet, you can meet some random girl off Tinder. You don't know anything about her. She just mm. could be, like, a fucking murderer or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, you got any other stories? Other funny things you want to uh, say? Funny, well, I got. I remember these. What comes into my mind? I remember these. We went to we went to the club on campus, and we came back mm. to our accommodation at like three four a.m. We were all pretty drunk, and we just come into the kitchen for after. We we're like just chilling in the kitchen. We, we open a door and we just see these two random guys. We don't know who they are <laughs> sitting at the table. Why is it always random guys <laughs> in your flat? <laughs> this isn't first year, so it's a different flat. Oh we just God. see these two random guys just uh, eating my flatmate's popcorn on the kitchen table. <laughs> just, we don't know who the fuck they were. Did you kick them out? And they see us yeah. and then they just sprint out. They fully sprint <laughs> just out. Just dash out the door. Yeah, they just fully dash, and we were all pretty drunk, so we were like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And I was like, should I follow them? And then my other family was like, nah, nah let's not, leave. why would we? But the question is, like, our, our flat was locked, but how mm. did they get in? We still don't know, it's still a mystery. We still talk about it sometimes, we're like, how the fuck did they get how in? How did they get in? And then the weird thing is, we heard from some of the other flats that there were these two guys who were going around Mackinder, which was where, which was my accommodation, just yeah. stealing food from flats. 
by stealing crisps. Stealing That's so weird, mate. And, and like, who comes so in to steal popcorn? I will think. They did take it, to be fair. The guy sprinted out, but he took the to popcorn the, with him. I'll take like a steak, like some chicken or something. Not some popcorn. Yeah, but why would you steal food from other flats anyway? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't steal in the first place. But we still don't know how they go in. Uh, weird, uni's a weird you meet a lot of weird people mate, it's weird stuff happens there. Do, do you want do you want another thing that happened at uni this is um, no. this is actually after because I left unfortunately I left I dropped out whatever we, we won't get into that uh, but we uh, we used to play football in our flat like we used to just do like keepy uppies we used to we have like sofas we used to smash the ball against sofas it was really fun to be fair we'd play like keep it up between like five of us it was good times but we had a TV in our flat it was like a nice like 30, 40 inch TV. And we were always like one day we are gonna smash this TV with the ball. And uh I'm pretty sure it was the day after I left, after I like dropped out, I get a Snapchat and they've just absolutely smashed this TV. Like some kid just like tw- tanged the ball into the TV, smashed it, I had to pay like two hundred pounds. That's peak. Yeah, it's peak. Inevitable, wasn't it? Inevitable, yeah. It was, it was gonna happen one day. We smashed so many plates, so many cups. Uh, yeah. I got a fine at uni too, but I'm not gonna get into it. Mate, fine's a peak. Especially when you're a uni student, you've got no money. 250 quid. Yeah. Was it? Uh, what was it for? You can guess. It's not that nah, deep. No, let's not go into it. I swear it wasn't even... I had a meeting with the warden. The, the halls warden. The halls warden. And he was like, why, why were you doing this? I was like, I wasn't. Well, I, I, can't, I can't go into detail. That's but right, it was, that's right. It was a bad meeting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you've seen me when it's not good when I get um, uh, cocky. When I speak with authority. Yeah, you get very cocky. And you you become the it's authority. <laughs> nah, yeah, change that, mate. Upset. Change that. Yeah, I know. I do. Well, I wasn't rude or anything, but you need to you, know. you need to just get better, make better habits when you're speaking to uh, people of authority. Yeah. Anyway, well, no, so speaking <laughs> speaking of getting better habits. We uh we thought we would talk about some some something positive because obviously the lockdown there's like the lockdowns and the pandemic and COVID and you see the news and all there is is like deaths and cases and you want you want you want to think about the the, the good things so we thought we'd talk about like the advantages and the blessings in disguise that we might have from lockdown. Yeah, just, definitely. This was more of Zeno's idea because uh, it's actually my mum's idea. I completely agree with it. Yeah, Zeno's mum. Mum's yeah, idea. Shout out, shout out, shout Zeno's mum. Yeah, but uh, it's actually when I thought about it, I thought you know we have to speak about this. When mm. she said it, I thought, wow, we have to speak about this because there's so much negativity at the moment, and understandably so. Yeah. But I think, in my opinion, the lockdown's been a blessing in disguise, definitely for most people, not for everyone, but for yeah. most people. Like all of my friends, pretty much everyone I know, they've changed for the better during lockdown. Yeah, definitely. And do you know why? Because Zena's going to go into. I'll get, I'll get into some things and I'll add one more thing I think even if even if you had a negative impact like uh, like for me for example not being able to work and like my dad for example not having as much work I think in the future in a year or two uh, you will realise that it might have actually had a good impact and it might have been a blessing in disguise but I think one of the things I think everyone's picked up better habits like even like there's the things like washing your hands and all that just directly because of the pandemic but there's also uh, saving money and like realizing, understanding what's like valuable to you and what's actually worth stress- stressing about and what's not, and how like temporary stuff things are. 
if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And yeah, like it's, it's I think the alone time has caught, yeah. has caused loads of like self-reflection and just, I think when everyone's alone, they start to th- get into their thoughts and they start to think about how to improve. And, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a blessing in disguise. That I don't think people realize because there's just yeah, so much when you're in your mundane, you know, everyday routine, mm. get up, go to work, come back, watch Netflix, sleep. When you're in that routine, it's very hard for you to have thoughts of your own that yeah. aren't influenced by your. You, you, know, you don't by have time. Work. You don't have time to think about other stuff. Time, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, that's why, just like you said, people have had time during lockdown. They've had, they've broke out of that mundane routine. Definitely, so they yeah. Could, they had, they realized things that they didn't know before. I think it's really, really good. Yeah, and uh, but of course, it's not the case for everyone. You know, some people just wasted it. But yeah. for, for the majority of people, I think it's been good. Yeah, I think what I uh, what I've, I've tried to focus on, I think a lot of people have, is uh, doing like hobbies, like just things things that I've always wanted to do that I haven't had time to do. But now, like because of lockdown, I've, had, I've got all the time in the world. And like one big example is this podcast. Like I've always wanted to start a podcast, and I know you have as well. We've, we've talked about it for a yeah. while. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, we've, we've been able to do something like this. Because if I couldn't do this if I was at work, I'd be exhausted from work. I'd be busy at work. And I wouldn't even think You just it, wouldn't would... want to. You just wouldn't have the energy when Not you come back home. Not at but, all. But, uh, yeah, I got into... I started reading in lockdown. I used to read a bit before, but in lockdown, I proper got into it. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, I just had nothing else to do. So yeah. I started reading a lot. and um, I want to get into reading. I enjoy yeah. it. I enjoy it, and you learn a lot from reading. You know, um, Matt O'Toole. Yeah. Shout out. He's uh, he's been reading loads. He's been telling me about loads of books he's been reading. He said he read yeah. a lot. He's been. The thing is, when I read, I don't want to read like. I don't even know, like Harry Potter or some shit. I want to read like. No, no, nonfiction. I've yeah, I, w- I want to read like. Books on life and books on finance and books on like. Just books that actually improve you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's good you brought that up because the third part of this podcast is about I'm gonna give you four books, my four four of my favorite books four about money. Books. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk what's about that. What four books have, has Matt been reading? Um, he told me he did read Harry Potter, but that was a time ago. But he told me he read uh, yeah, I don't know the exact books. He's given me some good recommendations. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna read. But they're just like nice, introspective like books. Yeah. And uh, what, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about? Because uh, one effect of the pandemic, I don't know if it's affected many of us, like people. I don't know how old people are watching this are, but most mainly our age. But like, there's a lot of people working from home now, and I think mm. companies are realizing that it's saving them so much money because they don't have to pay rent for their offices, they don't have to pay, they don't have to pay for their cleaners, they don't have to pay for the bills, and uh, it's making companies more efficient, which is yeah. a very unexpected outcome of this pandemic and like less air pollution like if everyone's at home then no companies aren't going to be like making products and making and giving like doing bad pollution and yeah, uh it's actually this is actually a big debate at the moment in far especially in finance because loads of banks are moving virtual mm. like barclays said they're moving out of the canary wharf office by 2020 yeah yeah they said they're fully moving out yeah they're cause... going fully virtual you got to weigh and, up uh, the positives and the negatives and you got to be yeah, like, is exactly. it, is it, yeah, yeah. what is it? Cause you, when you do something a certain way for so long, you're just going to keep doing it that way. You're not even going to change. When something big 
like COVID happens, everything flips and you start exactly. to reevaluate. You're like, should, yeah. should we carry on doing stuff like this? Is there a better they way realize of doing they it? They just didn't need to be together to get the work done. No. They could just do it virtually. Yeah, and save money. <laughs> they don't need the office. You can... But I, I think there's two sides of that debate, right? One side is exactly what you just explained. It's mm. more efficient. Uh, cuts loads like costs as well. It's really good for the company. But then the other side is actually, will people be as productive at home if they're just sitting down on their bed? It's on, very on their true. Desk? It's very true. Because when you um, when you go to work, get up, shower, put on your put on your like the clothes you wear to work, get to work, and once you step through them doors, you have the mindset of work. You have the mindset of like actually focusing on what you're doing. Whereas when you're at home and you wake up. You stay in bed. You like don't don't. You just stay in your pajamas, and you're not really in the mindset of working. If you know what I mean, mate. I know exactly what you mean because it's the exact same problem I've had with uni yeah. this year. Yeah. Because in first year and well half a second year, I had to go in. Well, I I missed loads of lectures, but <laughs> I went in for seminars. Yeah. I had like when I went into uni, I was in that mindset. Yeah, hundred. This year, I do everything on my own schedule. I just get out of bed, and there's just no motivation. Yeah. I'm just not in that mindset. It's really hard to get into it. I know exactly what you mean, man. First, uh, second year of college, I tried doing my work at home because they give us assignments, and then you'd go home and do them. And I tried doing them at home, but I get I'd get distracted, play Xbox, my family around. I just I just lie in bed. So I just said to myself. I was like, I'm going to stay two, two or three hours every day after college and just do the assignments there. And when you're in the library or when you're in, when you're still in the environment of like college and learning, you just, you're more efficient and you just do, you actually do your work, if you know what I mean. It's just, yeah, it's just, just all about that mindset. You're in that mindset when you're at college. Yeah, yeah. I do miss college, you know, I made, I made some good friends. It's, yeah, uh, in Kingston, right? Kingston, yeah, when Kingston went. If people what don't know. What did it uh, aeronautical engineering it's a b-tech yeah. though but still and then hopefully i should be going to uni this year for computing and uh mm. or computer science yeah, you need to apply asap yeah i need to do my personal statement i'm literally looking at my personal statement it's just standing sitting next to me i need to just i need to type it out but it's just so long good luck you need to get it checked have you got it checked checked by who by anyone teacher i'll college, send i'll send it to like Send it to you. I send it to like all the smart people I know. You should but, you should send it to a teacher too. Well, to be fair, I uh, this is the, this is basically the same person, same one that I used to apply to uni last time. But uh, it was more focused on engineering last time, and now I've got to like change it up to make it more oh, computer, okay. computing yeah, based. Yeah. So it's been yeah. it's been kind of checked. I just need to change a couple of paragraphs, and I've got to yeah, play. Got, good. got good to luck, pay mate. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I think you will. You definitely get in. I know you will. I've got the grades for it. Uh, who else is going uni? Our, our, uh, our friends. Just Emily. Watch, just Emily. Me and Emily. Yeah, it took our times. Mm. I think it's that. That's it. Shout out placenta pain. Placenta pain. <laughs> yeah, shout out. But yeah, and uh, uh, this uh, one. Think of other, I'm trying to think of other advantages of lockdown. Oh, this. And ent- entertaining this people. Us one. entertaining people with this podcast. Yeah, this, yeah, very true. <laughs> very true. You wouldn't be, if we didn't have lockdown, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. Yeah, and I saw this picture of the canals in Venice. It's before lockdown, after lockdown. Yeah, yeah. How clean Most it was. I've seen that. I swear there was like really... dolphins in them or something. <laughs> in the canals? Nah, okay, I might be wrong. It might not have been dolphins. 
<laughs> uh, was it dolphins? Some sort of animal. Definitely not. Uh, some sort of fish that dolphins, wasn't there. They wouldn't feed in the canals. Do canals go to like the, the sea? Yeah, like in the city, yeah. No, the sea, the sea, like the ocean. The sea. I mean, they have to go somewhere, so probably... Yeah, so the the, the dolphins would swim from the ocean and then they'd make they wouldn't, their... I don't think they would. I think it's too shallow. That They wouldn't fit anyway. Dolphins aren't that know. big. They're like the size of like you. Or like a bit smaller than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Oh my God. No, they're not. How dolphins big How big are dolphins then? Look it up. They're huge. I'm going to put a picture of a dolphin right now up on the screen. And then I'll put a picture of me next to it. <laughs> and we'll, we'll compare how big they are. Because I don't think a dolphin's that big. Yeah. Huh? Because the picture's definitely life-size, isn't it? Well... Alright, then I'll get. The, I'll, I'll Google how big a dolphin is. Anyway, that does. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter how big a dolphin. Oh, is. anyway. <laughs> Any more advantages you can think of? Less air pollution. You know, fewer yeah. traffic accidents. Think. But uh, the the main ones being what we talked about. You know, and it's just so good. No, nah, so good. And good time as well. I think because we're at the, well, us we're at the early stages of our twenties. So mm. we we just came at a really good time. Imagine if we had these thoughts, if we realised these things at the age of thirty-five. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, that's that's another thing. Us at this age, we we're about to go into the time where we make the big decisions. Even though we have made some big decisions, we're about to make the decisions of what we really want to do with our lives. Because obviously, yeah. you, you pick your GCSEs, you pick your A levels, and all that kind of stuff. You go to uni, but like. You, there's still the huge decisions of like what industry you want to go into, how you want to set up your life, if you want to get married, if you want kids. How many kids do you want? A bit of a random question. Four or five. Five? Four or five? That many? Yeah. Why not? You want a big family? Well, yeah, I'm the last generation of the Nikois. Like me and my dad are the only living Nikois. Like from, yeah, I think we oh, are. I see you're trying to like make the Nikoi family great again yeah, I'm the very last one there's, there's a lot of pressure on me oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully you're fertile that are willing to expand the Nikoi family hit oh, me up mate they're, they're lining up to, to do it they're like, yeah I can see them out. wait wait let me have a look outside quick <laughs> jeez oh, I'm doing a podcast there's a queue outside oh mate anyway. <laughs> so I'll let them wait outside let them wait outside yeah they're not worth your time <laughs> not worth your time oh anyway how many do you want? Do you know one, four, or five? See, I, I, I've always said I either want two or like seven. Because <laughs> no, nah, nah, hear me out, hear me out. If 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 I have an all right job and I'm like, I don't know, like 30, 40k a year, which I think is all right, then yeah, I'll have two kids, average size house, decent car. I just live a very average, reserved life. But if if I'm if I do well for myself, and I'm making a decent amount of money. Why not have seven kids? Why not like, cause, cause then, cause then like you got a one in seven chance of one of your kids being rich, or one of your kids being successful. So you might <laughs> as well. And then he can he can help me out. Yeah, it's statistics. Statistics, and it would just be nice to have a lot of kids. Big big family. Yeah, it will be expensive though. Seven kids will be expensive. Cause I was thinking about this the other day. I was actually discussing it with my dad. Mm. and I was like I definitely want my kids to go to private school like a really really good private school like one of the best in the country nah. and obviously that's going to be like 30-40k a year each kid uh, but you can't do that you can't do that for five kids unless you're a millionaire 
just and you like, can't do it for one kid and yeah. send the rest to normal school. I mean, you can't. You can't, you can, but it just nah, be a bit, <laughs> be nah, a bit unfair. You either send all of them to a really good school or you send none of them to a really good nah, school. But would you want you your kids going to private school? They turn Definitely. up there, snobby? Nah, because I'll teach them at home too. I'll, they can learn to be snobby at school. But I'll tone it down when they. Nah, get but like the way the way kids learn is just around the people. Around is uh, they just pick up things from the people they're around. Yeah, mainly from their parents. Nah, but like I I've picked up a lot from my parents. But I think I've a lot of stuff I've picked up around people I've been around. No, do you do you know your personality forms in the first seven years of your life? So it's uh, subconsciously you don't know this, but you are a reflection of your parents because mm. that's they're, the, they're who you spend most of your it's time true, with up true. to the age of seven. I see myself doing things, I said things, and I'm like, fucking, I'm so much like my parents. But yeah, like, same. And it's not even good things either sometimes. I'm like, oh, why am I doing all, this? Yeah. Uh, but it's good, it's good that you can, can like, see, you, you actually yeah. see that you're doing the bad things, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to change that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But, and what I've found is that as, as you're getting older, you realise that most adults are actually stupid. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. When you're a kid, when you're a kid, you look up, you you think all oh, adults yeah, are smart. So smart. They know everything. You know, they're all knowing. Yeah. But it's, that's just not the case at yeah, all. No. Most adults are stupid. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you think of the average the average person, how smart they are. They're not very smart, are they? The average person. No, hundred IQ. It's like yeah, just average. average. And then think if they're the average, that means they're like the fit in in they're like fifty percent smart. Think about everyone below fifty yeah. percent. So fifty percent of the yeah, world exactly. is below average. And if average isn't even that smart, then like yeah, most people are dumb. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean Anyway. Americans. <laughs> you know, let's not get into Americans. Let's, let's not. Let's not. We were gonna talk yeah, about uh Trump being banned on Twitter. But we thought we just didn't really know enough thought, about it. Yeah, and it's just actually Twitter shares plunged today. Cause Mate, they've that. been plunging. The Twitter shares have been plunging for time. I mean, yeah, there was a big, big drop, but it's for the yeah. last like week since like this stuff's been happening, it's been going down. And I kind of, I kind of agree with it. I kind of, even though like they have the right to ban him, it's still censorship in my, in my opinion. In, in, in my opinion, I know right. everyone has an opinion on it, but in my opinion, I think they did the right thing. They did the right thing. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I mean, I don't. I'm not too educated on the subject to really have an opinion. I'm, I'm not either. From the outside, I think, yeah. Why? I, I, mean, I just think banning, like, banning the president from one of the biggest social media's social media platforms in the world is is not a good thing because. But he does it to himself. They didn't. Why didn't they ban Obama? No, but he does it to himself. Yeah, but you should be able he's to say what you want without being. He's a joke. No, he. No, I, I agree, mate. I don't. I don't. I don't like the guy. Well, I don't mind the guy, but I don't. I don't. I wouldn't want him in power. What I'm saying is, he should be able to say what he wants without fear. Anyone should be able to say what they want without fear of like being kicked off the platform. And if it was like something small, then maybe. But it's Twitter. Like everyone has Twitter. And he's just. Oh, it's a bit of a weird one, you know, because sometimes you think because he he's clearly a really smart guy. I've read his book. His book, The Art of the Deal, is one of the best selling. Um, business books in america of all time you can't be stupid really, and, really and get good. to the position i've read it in. no no he's really the decisions he's made in his life yeah yeah 100 percent. it's really not dumb but he just does these things i'm just like does he do them on purpose yeah i think he stupid? does i think stupid. he's a personality mate he's a he's a tv star he knows how to get people rolled up he knows how to get people like excited you think it's uh he does it consciously i think he does 
he does a lot of it consciously and then there's a lot of stuff that he just does that doesn't realize how how it affects because like he nah, but but no but you can't explain it let me let me um search up some of his funniest tweets they're actually so funny yeah like yeah he sometimes will just tweet out just like all capitals just like like save the election or like fraud or just like just ridiculous things and it's just ah but then again maybe they need it maybe america needed something different well they clearly didn't it didn't work out very well didn't work out very well well say that again they create it worked out well for china not for the u.s yeah well their economy is booming right now it's it's been booming (laughs) like how can you you tweet this he tweeted if Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what well, makes her think she can satisfy America? <laughs> yeah, our president <laughs> should not be saying that. <laughs> oh, the most powerful man in the world, arguably. Bloody hell. I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, he just tweets funny stuff. Like, he doesn't care. He's got a point, to be fair. Yeah, they're always drinking like full fat, like red coke. They're like white, like sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Yeah, nah, it's see, that it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> that that is he is con- he is consciously just writing that, knowing that like he is gonna get a reaction. Well, anyways, yeah. So, oh, anyway. Do you want to move on? Should we move on? No. Okay. So I think this links in well, actually. It links in nicely because we've already talked about books. But we thought for the last part of the podcast, we would make it a bit more serious and mm-hmm. give you practical advice. Because if you're still watching, if you're still listening... Um, Might as well give you point, some value. Then, yeah. Well, so let's get into it. I thought we would talk about, you know, what my plan is to becoming rich. Yep. Um, and there's no reason for you to listen to my advice, basically, because I'm not rich. Yeah. And I'll get into it, but one of the principles of, you know, accumulating wealth is that you should only listen to experts in that field. And I'm not an expert because I'm not rich. So the first point, but I'm just, you're already... Uh... <laughs> no, but yeah. I'm just transferring what I've no, learned no, I, from, I agree. You know, from the expert. And, 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 you know, educating myself. I'm just a middleman. Yeah, this isn't advice. This is... Uh... What I'm doing. It's my plan. What I've done. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's food for thought. No. It's food for thought. Yeah. So I thought, let's talk about a few books first that are my favorite books on money and finance. Now, I want to start with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. This book is very, very eye-opening. I think I read this, I think I read this in first year. Best book for people, you know, interested in money and getting rich. Because it's very blunt and it's always, it always will be relevant. It talks about how, you know, saving is for losers. Savers will never become rich. Like, why would you say when they print money every day? And it makes sense. I won't get into mm. it, but I think this is where, if you want to educate yourself on money, this is the first book you should What's read. What's the book called? Really good place to start. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, I'm a definitely, By I'm a definitely. Robert Kazaki. Yeah. yeah. I, I, need to get in, I need to get into reading books, especially books. I like think this. that's the book. You should read that first. It's a really yeah. good book. How, how, how long well, is To be it? fair, you could, uh, I listened to the audio book. I think it was like, I can't remember eight nine hours the audiobook. Yeah, so I like audio, I like podcasts, long. so I can listen to audiobooks as well. Yeah, I, that's why I listen. I don't really read books. So I listen to audiobooks. Yeah, 
the second book is actually it's called richest man in babylon it's probably one of my favorite books and it's on youtube as well it's only around four or five hours you can go listen to it for free on youtube mm. you finish it in one sitting you should go do it after this podcast it's really interesting it's, it's actually got a proper story to it it's a really really good read and it basically lays out the five rules of money that if you very simple rules that if you follow you'll never ever be broke even though it's set around 4,000 years ago in Babylon, which was at the time the richest city in the world, it couldn't be more relevant today. I'll get into the five rules later. Mm-hmm. No. I think uh, someone's coming to pass his room. Stuff like this happens in a podcast. Okay, you can, yeah. It's all right. Anyway, as I was saying, the, the next book is called um, Think and Grow Rich. Now... This is by far, I'm, I'm so passionate about this book. It's by far the best book I've ever read. It's so good. It's when I tell you it's life-changing, I'm not exaggerating it. I need to read it. It's, it's written by a guy called Napoleon Hill. It was written in 1937. And it's basically what he did was Wait, he when? interviewed 1937. Jeez, yeah. He, he interviewed 500. He spent 20 years on this book. He started it in 1913. <sighs> And he published it in 1937. Bloody hell. He basically interviews 500 of the richest men in the US at the time Mm. and compressed down all the information into this book. He talks about, in his book, he talks about a lot of great people. He talks about Henry Ford, talks about Thomas Edison, JP Morgan. He talks about how Thomas Edison, he failed 10,000 times before he finally succeeded. Yeah. It's, and the books, I think it's sold like 15 million copies. One of the best-selling self-development books of all time. Let me... I think it's a I think... I don't know, what I don't understand is there's all these like insane books and like best-selling books. Why are we never taught about these in school? Why? Because they don't want us to be rich. They want to keep... Because how do you think the rich get rich? By keeping the, the majority poor. Exactly. If everyone was rich, there would be no rich people. <laughs> true but then again would they educate us to try and like would it ed- like give us opportunities and stuff they kind of i mean they have to kind of they can't just uh I don't that's know, the though. reason why i want to send to private school because i think they kind of do in them schools what give you yeah definitely well, i mean if you're teaching at a private school you're gonna like a really good private school, yeah like, you know well i don't know any the only one i know is um the one in like is it you Yule Castle. Is it Yule Castle? That's the only one I know. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. No. It's not good. My cousin went there and flopped. Yeah, well... We know a few people that went there and they all flopped. A lot of them just went to... A lot of them went to Glynn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well... No, anyway. I thought I talked about the five laws of money earlier. I don't want to get into too much detail into any of the books because I don't want to ruin the surprise. You should mm. definitely read them. Yeah, just go after this podcast, write down, maybe just write down the books and then uh, give them a read when you have some time if you want. Or if not, don't. Yeah. And I think, don't you think, it's, there's never ever been an easier time for you to educate yourself on anything. 100%. Like 30 years ago, if you wanted to read a book on money, you had to go to your local library, find the book now. Just listen to it on your phone. Yeah, it's literally just listen to it. Never ever been an easier work we, to educate yourself. Never been a better time because we have so much time. We have, we're in lockdown. Pass, I got a phone call. It's recording cut out, but 
we'll just get back to where we were. Go on, pass it. All the girls hitting me up, sorry. Yeah, mate, you wish. <laughs> go on, go on. Five laws of money, yeah, what are so you saying? Was, this is actually, this is laid out in the richest land in Babylon. So if you're going to, I'll give you a little preview. Well, they talk about the five laws of gold, because as it was back then, but it's the same with money. So the first law is money comes gladly and in abundance to any man who puts at least a tenth of his income into his savings. Any man or woman. That's all you have to Yeah, so any man just, or woman. Just have, to just have to put at least a tenth of your income into your savings. You can't spend all your money. That's the first rule. It sounds easy enough, really. Every every nine pounds you spend, just save a pound. Save a pound, yeah, at least. At least a pound. Now, second that that sounded good right sounded simple enough mm -hmm. these are really simple i'm telling you mm. no if you follow these you won't be broke even if you don't get rich you won't be broke you just have to follow them the second one is money works diligently for its wise owner who finds it a profitable employment money is an eager worker you have to put it to work mm -hmm. you have to find the employment that's the second rule that's how the rich get rich their money works for them yeah so whether that when whether that's you know putting your money into the stock market or into real estate or into a business whatever it is you just have to make your money work for you anything but leaving it in a bank just sitting there yeah just yeah. invest it in the stock market or yeah into a real estate as pastor said just to make your money work for you and grow make it grow you grow like every every pound that you plant is a seed and mm. they'll grow into a tree and it'll give you more obviously make you richer yeah Wealthier. the third one the third one is money parts ways with men and women who invest in businesses they don't understand and they don't listen to the advice of the experts mm. like for example i'm just i'm not dissing anyone but let's say if you invest in bitcoin if i asked you what a bitcoin is and you couldn't answer it your money will part ways from you. I can guarantee you that. Yep. You need to know what you're investing in, how it works. And if you don't know, talk to the experts. There, There's a reason they're the experts. And the only way you can become an expert at something is by putting in time. You can't just become an expert at something overnight. You Actually, this links really well into our fourth uh, law, which is money work, which is money sticks to the cautious owner who invests it under the advice of wise experts in that field. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense, right? Yeah. You don't ask plumber for for stock market advice. No. Nope. Like it just you don't ask a doctor for advice on how to insure your car or like how <laughs> to. End it I mean, you whatever. could, but I don't think it'd give you very good advice. Yeah, you uh, would ask a mechanic how to mend your car. Yeah, uh, very you would true. Ask a doctor to do you know to stay healthy or whatever. Yeah. Makes sense, right? They all make sense and they all seem pretty simple. It's just incorporating them into your life is, is kind of difficult. The last rule is, again, links in money parts ways with a man or a woman who forces it to impossible work and who doesn't listen and who listens to the advice of tricksters, basically. Uh, Nigerian scammers. Whether it's Nigerian scammers or whether it's your local bank, they're all tricksters. Uh, very true. Very true. They're all trying to get your money into their pocket yeah and that's it really i think that was a little insight into the richest man in babylon go listen to it it's really good it's really really engaging too because it has a, it actually has a story behind it 
Yeah. It's a really good book. Just educate yourself. It's good. Yeah. Do you have any comments on any of them? I think the... Uh... Which one are you going to read? So I say that. Well, which book I'm going to read? Yeah. Uh, probably all of them, mate. Bro, I... Yeah. Which, which one do you recommend I, I read first? I think you should read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad first and then read Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll try and I'll try and read them in the next few weeks, and then uh, yeah, excuse me, uh, we'll uh, come back in one podcast and I'll talk about how if I enjoyed them, what I thought of them. Yeah, that's a good and idea. I think uh, the number if if you're going to listen to any of the, the five laws of money, number one, saving your money. The yeah. uh, gold comes gladly in abundance to any man or woman who puts at least a tenth of his income into his savings. Just save a tenth. Payday. Just save a tenth, put it away, put it away, invest it in uh, the stock market, investing in uh, like an index fund or something that you know that knows grows like five or six percent every year. Just leave it there, just leave it there. Because that money, that t- if, you have, if you have a, um, let's say you have a monthly income, you're going to get that money back. So why not make it work for you? Why not put it to the side? Yeah. And then you never know in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, that money would be worth a lot. And you can yeah, and help the key your kids. is time. You have to start as early as you can. Yeah. Because compound interest builds. It's a weird thing. Einstein once said compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world, and it really is. Mm-hmm. You have to let it do its thing. Yeah. You're sounding kind of quiet, Parcel. Oh, am I? Sorry. That's better now. There you go. Yeah, that's better. Well, yeah. Anything else you want to anyway, say on that topic? Uh. There's another book as well, which I didn't say. I'll just give it a quick mention. It's called uh, The Millionaire Mind. It's basically about your mindset and um, how you can't be rich without the right mindset first. Mm-hmm. You know, accumulating wealth starts with a burning desire. It starts with your mindset. If you don't believe you will be rich, you won't. That's just as simple as that. Yeah. You know, you have to believe it first and have a burning desire to burn all the bridges and to make your... It, to make becoming wealthy your life purpose 100 percent. and then if you do that who's gonna stop you huh yep i certainly won't bet against you yeah i agree well, yeah that was and, very uh, yeah I, i'm not gonna tell you much more because i think everyone's journey is different i can't you know say do this or do that but if you yeah. read these books i can guarantee you you'll be more educated than 90 percent of the population on money yeah and as i said at the start it's just food for thought, even if you don't take any advice. At least we made you think. At least you thought about something. Yeah, maybe some people don't want to be rich, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's a lot of people fun. just don't, just aren't interested in money. Yeah. And that's good. No, it's nothing well, wrong with that. I think we should start to wrap up now. Yeah. Well. I think that was good. We started off funny, got more serious. Yeah, yeah, I think we told some good stories. And if, uh, <laughs> what, what, uh, I think we should do like a code word every week. Last one yeah. was uh, actually I'm not gonna say last one. No, nah, like, oh. it's fine. It's fine. What should oh, this one? Cool. What should this one be? Uh, money. Money. Yeah, that's good. Yes. No, say, I believe I will be rich. Put that. Yeah, in I, the comments. I believe I will be rich. And uh, I believe I. Will be rich. Don't make it too obvious. So like, write write another message before it, and then I believe I'll be rich. Just so we yeah, know. I'll just we say know. like anything on those lines. I know I'll be rich. Yeah. Like something like that to make it we all know we all know and uh, yeah so we're, we're gonna, I'm going to leave you with just a couple quotes for the first mm. one I actually read it on Twitter 
by a guy called Calux. It's not his tweet, but he put it on Twitter and he said, remember that once you dreamed of where... If, I'm going to start again. Remember that once you dreamed of being <laughs> where you are now, which means maybe five years ago, you would have thought about yourself at 20 and you would have thought, oh, I wish I had even little things. I wish I had that phone. I wish I had this and that. And now you are in that position that you'd once dreamed of. So if you're ever feeling mm -hmm. down, if you're ever feeling uh, just a bit, yeah, a bit down, then uh, yeah, you can uh, remember that one time you dreamed of the place that you are now. And the other quote, which is even better, and it kind of links into what Pastor's been saying, is the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is today. And uh, it goes with a lot of things. Investing, the best time to invest would have been 20 years ago. The second best time is right now, today. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Wise words. Wise words. I love it. And I uh, hope you guys can ponder on that for a little bit. I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. I really want to get a motivational quote tattooed on me. Yeah. But I don't know. Let's see. We'll talk about that in another episode. Well, anything, yeah. anything else you want to say before I close out? Uh, thank you for watching. Yeah, thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Hopefully you, uh, you learned something new. Take our advice. Uh, leave a comment. What was the uh, code word? Uh, I'll be rich. I'll be rich. Something like that. And yeah, yeah, leave a like. Leave a comment. Tell us what you think. Oh yeah, we didn't say... Um, we need to shout out the people that commented to stay safe. Oh yes, of course. So... I remember them. You remember it them was... all? I can get them up if you yeah, don't remember Adam them. Warnett. Adam Warnett. Shout out Adam. Shout out. Also being helping us with edits as well. Yeah. His, his YouTube will be in the description if anyone wants to check him out. Yeah. It was, uh, and then second one was Matt O'Toole. Real one. Yeah. Shout out. My guy. Yeah, he's a wise guy too. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Third guy was Matt Rossi. Another funny guy, mate. <laughs> funny guy. Another funny guy, he knows what he's doing too. Yeah. Uh, and then Bobby, shout out Bobby Lee. Yeah. Thank you for watching, Bobby. She put a really nice she comment, did. to be fair. She did. I was she having, did. I was having, it was yesterday, I, was having, I wasn't having a very good day. And I said, as soon as I read that, it actually cheered me up so much. So thank you, Bobby. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this. Bobby. Hopefully you did. But yeah. And I think, was it anyone else? That's it. That's it. Okay. Well. Stay safe. Thanks for watching. Uh, to all the females out there, I love you all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cheers for watching, guys. Leave a like. Yeah. Leave a comment. Subscribe. We're actually probably going to make another channel for this podcast, but this it's either going to be on my channel or it's going to be on the channel that I've made. But yeah. Right. Take care. Have a good day. And see you later. Take care. Bye. Bye.